mind together. Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. That was get rid. That was. <laughs> that was welcome to our house. And this is. Art. Art. Star. Welcome to Art Star Scene Radio. I am Face Boy. I am Face Girl, and with us in the studio is Tom Tenney. Are you in? I can feel it. Are you in? What am I, I in feel? what? <laughs> what are you talking about? What's that? I'm making low brow It's a mess. <laughs> it's a mess. Barely started. It's already a mess. Now I know. Let's talk about the technical things going on in the studio. Yeah, none of our mics always actually interesting. suck. That's actually Everything here is Nothing high. but the best at radio. Free Brooklyn. Oh, God, I have to use someone else's headphones. Shit, I brought my own, too, but there's no time. I would sooner no I would sooner share your toothbrush, honestly, but I'll, I will do it. Why is I've that? I've been thinking of that ever yeah. since you mentioned it at a meeting. Yeah. And then every time I get out of here, I have man scent on my face. I'm like, oh, I forgot to wear my own headphones. Yeah, I I generally do. If we if we take, do you take some kind of break here? Because then I can swap out the no. phones. I oh, could just okay. put them in for you. You want to put it in for me? Yeah, I can put okay. it in. Okay, all right. I might play some music, and then you'd have. Some I'll time. guide it in. Just just. Get no, that's all right. Catherine said she could guide it in for me. I don't know. The tip is kind of hard. <laughs> yeah. Right. I prefer it that way. All right. Now, Tom Tenney is the CEO of GodChasesUs.net. <laughs> what? Yeah. No, that is Tommy Tenney. Oh, shit. Yeah. I have to. I have unfortunately share a name with this dude um, who is the God Chaser. Oh, much better. Oh, so much more comfortable. <laughs> oh, that's good. I yeah. like it when it's in. It's in now. I can <laughs> yeah. feel it. Yeah. That is much different. Wow. I didn't realize. That's You're great. Such a, such a big. big so, but I have to come <laughs> up with whole new questions. Why? Yeah, it was all gonna, the like, Tell guy. me about your congregation. Oh, how yeah. You, what, how, how, did it, how did you get it start? <sighs> Sorry. I've known, I've known Tom for 20 years. He is the co founder of Radio Free Brooklyn. 21 15. years. 
21 years. <laughs> Who's counting? <Yeah. laughs> when's, when's the anniversary? I, uh, every day I'm like, I've known him for how long? Oh my God, 21 years. Now. 21 years. <laughs> There's like a, a dartboard with like a 1996. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Actually, no, yeah, 21 years. That's when I moved back to New York, 1997. Where'd you move back to and from? Chicago. Mm, weird. Yeah. And we met at Surf Reality. We did. Yes. I remember I came up the stairs. My first it was probably my second or third night in New York. Um, I came up the stairs and you were at the top of it, you know, taking money, I think, for must have been for Face Boys open mic. I rarely did the door. Oh, maybe that time I did. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But I, rem- I remember that because, you know, Surf was a place that, oh, no, it's actually before I moved back to New York. I was visiting. And uh, surf was a place I was told to never go to <laughs> by by somebody in Chicago who I just did not trust or like at all. So I was like, okay, well, that's on my list of first places to go. Of course. Okay. It was like it's in a bad neighborhood and you have to get buzzed inside and everybody's naked and smoking pot. And I was like, really? Oh, <laughs> that sounds so terrible. I know. Yeah. I was like, I'm going there first. First stop there. Yeah. Where else should And then Facebook is at the top of the stairs, and I just remember he was like, oh, hello, I don't remember seeing you around here before. And I was like, wow, no one's ever said to me that to me when I wow. came in to see a show. He was I thought, that, I thought that was very, probably, <laughs> I thought that was very nice. I hadn't slept with you yet, is what yeah. I was saying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Rare. Right, exactly. Once you learn Faceboy talk, yeah. that's exactly what that means. I knew that about him before I knew him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm a hoe. Yeah. Because uh, Porno Jim, we've had him on the show, but at, uh, what was it? Radical Vaudeville. Radical Vaudeville of Surf Reality. Uh, there was a, who's the biggest hoe in the room, Facebook, you're excluded from the contest. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this guy must be a hoe. Super <laughs> hoe. I also yeah. realized in that moment that you were not Rob, because I thought you were Rob <laughs> the whole time. Because <laughs> you were always stage Pritchard. managing, yeah. Because uh, I was all large and in Rob charge. Is, yeah. Rob is the other co-founder of Radio Free Brooklyn, just... For people who don't know, am I louder than everybody else? Because I sound louder in my headphones than no. everybody else. Okay. You do sound louder in mine. No, it's, wait, now I think I it's because sound... I have better headphones. Oh, wow. A <laughs> that would make no, that makes no sense at all because I'm hearing everybody through my headphones. <laughs> sound pro. <laughs> They're the magic headphones that yeah. make me sound good. <laughs> We almost lost Robert Pritchard from uh, Radio Free Brooklyn due to a half a roast beef sandwich. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Beef yeah, we did. Roast beef yeah, he threatened to quit. It uh, it was a guest of ours, uh-huh. and uh, Tom had like just cleaned the studio and you know did a whole rant about. We, we got I, I, yeah. I did this whole long post about <laughs> like how you just cannot eat in this studio because there have been like a rat was found in the toilet and blah blah blah. In the toilet. Like, that's a weird place for. I, well, you know they do that because because they uh, they they try to get water out of oh. it and then they fall in. Poor things. I know. I feel bad for that rat. Well, I don't. It saves you. I mean, yeah, exactly. It's like you know, whatever. It's that. Did you flush it or get it out? I didn't do anything. Somebody else fished it out with a like a hook or something oh. or a, like an end of a broomstick. Oh my! Gross. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Poor thing. So our guest left a half a. <laughs> Roast beef sandwich. Your guest. Yeah. Your guest. <laughs> Your guest. All right, that's right. I invited her. And, and, uh, and you went off on a post. Yeah. And Rob thought that you had overreacted. And so I have some questions. Okay. What, what, kind of, what was on this roast beef sandwich? Do you remember? I do not. I, was I, it a wrap? No. Uh-uh. It was like on a roll. A roll. <laughs> yeah. Did you eat it? 
No. <laughs> it, was, it was on the floor in the basement. Give me the money. It was, it, it was, it was wrapped in those, like, Give me the you know, money. whatever they wrap those, you know, that paper they wrap sandwiches in. It, oh, was, it was sort of wrapped up in that. But, it, like, it was just just on the floor. You know what I mean? It wasn't even like, oh, somebody dropped it and they didn't. I mean, apparently she didn't notice, but it was like right there on the fucking floor. Like, I don't know how you drop that much food and don't notice it. I don't know either. But whatever. Maybe it was a saboteur. I wouldn't be. Yeah, I mean, I would be pissed if that happened here in the new studio, you know, but it was even worse back then because we had we had vermin. Do you have any questions about the sandwich? I I just have a comment. I was actually at a sex party fielding the the situation. And my friend's like, can you stop this? I'm like, it's really, really important. He's like, what's it about? Nothing you do is important. (laughs) It's about a roast beef sandwich. I'm like, it's about a half a sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. Half a roast beef sandwich. (laughs) I know that sounds unimportant. (laughs) It wasn't even about a whole roast beef sandwich. (laughs) Just a half. (laughs) And uh, that sex party ended with me leaving, ang- like in a fight. We fought. That's the last time I spoke to him too. Was it over a sandwich? It was. Was over- it over? That was sandwich? it over the texting? It was over. Yeah, it was over the texting. Oh, see, yeah. I mean, ripple effect. See, you don't realize butterfly. that. Yeah, butterfly <laughs> flaps its wings in China. Yeah, or what, however that goes. So that relationship was not salvaged, but the the radio station was, and that's the important thing. Like, I think Sam can now leap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Rob, uh, Rob, Rob almost quit. Yeah, I mean, in fact, he did, but. Yeah, and my, my advice was a Faceboy thing uh, that we, we discussed. You can be sorry that it offended somebody without being sorry you did it. Yeah. Yeah. It's very good PR. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry that that made you feel that way. I wonder who else was <laughs> apology accepted. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, no, he just took my fake apology and. <laughs> okay, was... wait. Okay. <laughs> and, and you know what else? So somebody, and this is funny because like nobody takes, nobody like ever. I mean, and that's credit to you guys for owning that. I mean, that honestly is like. <laughs> I know we talked about it. We were like, we don't have to fess up to this. No, no, that is no, not what happens. no. But, but honestly, <laughs> nope. it, no. it like raises your status in our eyes when you do, even from where it was. You know what I mean? Like that's the whole, you know, like just fucking own it. Yeah. You know, like, like somebody broke this statue over here and like tried to like hide it. You know, and that a statue is actually from um, it belonged to Genesis, Genesis Peorage. It was on stage at many psychic TV shows. And, uh, you know, it has a lot of meaning for me. And the fact that somebody, you know what I mean? Like, if you break it, just fucking say, I'm sorry, I broke it, you know, or I'll try to fix it or whatever. But they're sort of like trying to, like, hide it, you know, in the corner. Oh, it's not broken. Yeah, no, I hate that. So wait, I didn't yeah. even for a minute discuss like maybe we don't have to oh no up. no no it was a whole different thing i i the moment i saw the post because i was up on facebook like anytime something happened on facebook on in the group message uh, the group we were in i was like on it so i'm like oh shit this is us or it's jamie so i texted everybody like did you have a sandwich um and then when i finally got the answer i was actually mad that he booked this person because we have a history and i think she steals my jokes um so okay. i didn't want her in the same room as me uh because she will steal anything I say and then use it on Do stage. I know this person? Well, we'll tell you later. Okay, yeah. No, I'm not asking you to tell me on the air. I'm but just... probably not, but okay, maybe. Okay. Um, if you do, we don't know you know this person. Right, okay, all right. Probably not then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then I was like, Faceboy, it was us. And he's like, can we not tell him? 
And I'm like, no, we're telling him. And you're going to do it because you booked her. Otherwise, I would have told you myself. Right. But I was mad at him for booking her. And that's okay, why I so there was a moment when, yeah. when I was when well, I was I like guess when you say we debated, it, it was you debating and me going, no. And then I was like, Faceboy, there's cameras, which was a lie. Like, it's true that there were cameras, but I wasn't like, I was like, you're owning up to it. You're going to go there with your tail between your legs. It's you. You have to take this because you booked her. Fuck you, Faceboy. <laughs> and then I was like, and fuck you. You almost brought down the whole station. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. So then I actually messaged you because I felt bad that I hadn't owned up to it myself. And I was like, I got to also do it now that you did the uncomfortable thing, because I just wanted you to be uncomfortable for putting me in a room with her. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have been like, it was us. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's OK. It was a long time ago. But it's still something we laugh about. It is. Yeah. Because it was a half a sandwich. <laughs> it, was a half it was a whole sandwich. it was a whole half a sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. Like here I am at a sex party. <laughs> <laughs> what is it about? It's so important. <laughs> It's a sandwich, not even a whole one. Yeah. This is impossible. Oh, my God. Are you trying to read with broken glasses? Yes. Uh, so it just popped. Awful. Your lens popped. Yeah. So maybe uh, if you get drunk, then you can read with your glasses. So you only have one eye in there, one lens. Yeah. Drink your whiskey. Then you'll be able, it'll just work. Just like tape the lens like onto the frame. Yeah, I'll try that later. <laughs> okay, so I wrote this joke. It's funny, but it's really not getting the love that it deserves. Uh-huh. And it's visual, so it's not going to be that funny to, to you know, the listeners, because I'm going to have to explain it. So we found out recently that Uranus smells like farts. Right? Okay. So now we have to stop blaming Pluto. <laughs> See, I got it without the uh, Okay. Because <laughs> everybody blames Pluto it on the, the dog. dog. Yeah. Right, right, right. Got it's a hear, funny joke. Do you want to hear a similar, but it's getting no love. Yeah. I'm sorry. And then you know that Colin Jost is going to say it on Weekend Update tonight. <laughs> On Saturday Night Live. He's going to tell that joke. And, it's, and his name is Colin. Yeah. Yeah. Pisses me off. He's not going to tell it. It's Colin. <laughs> I have a fun fart dog joke. Do you want to hear it? Basically? Of course. Always. All right. So this guy's meeting the family, the girlfriend's family, and he's sitting in, in at the dinner table and he's like, oh, no, I really got a fart. So then he just like lets a little one rip instead of excusing himself to go to the bathroom. And the mom goes, Mitzi. I know this one. Yeah. Of course you do. It's a fart joke. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to just say the punchline? Mitzi, get out of here before he shits on you. Yeah. He keeps doing it. And then eventually, because he thinks he's getting away with oh, it. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And then she says, will you leave before the good man Did you know that Alexa you? knows fart jokes? Alexa knows anything? Yeah. Ah, yeah. Because, you know, I'd been for months being like, Alexa, tell me a joke. Alexa, tell me a joke. And then one day I was like, I wonder if I was like, Alexa, tell me a fart joke. And she knows them. Wow. <laughs> she's, she's got them. Let's see if Siri's got it. Hey, Siri, tell me a joke. Oh, you bitch. <laughs> hey, Siri, tell me a joke. I asked my new friend to meet me at the gym, but they never showed up. I guess the two of us aren't going to work out. Boom. Oh. <laughs> hey, Siri, tell me a fart joke. Here comes a groaner. At first, I didn't like the idea of having a beard. Then it grew on me. I don't think she knows. Uh, she doesn't. Are. She doesn't. No. Alexa is light years yeah. ahead of Siri. Clearly. Yeah. Oh, ouch. Sorry, guys. I thought you were already plugged in. Yeah, I was, but I didn't know that the sound was up. So I just. Uh... So uh, have you fucked anyone from Radio Free Brooklyn? Have um, <laughs> Hmm. Well, I would not tell you that on the air. <laughs> you don't have to say who. Well, uh. The answer is yes. The answer is no, actually. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Well, if the, if it was yes, why wouldn't you tell us on the air? 
Or if it was no, why wouldn't you? Well, because, uh, I don't know, but I wouldn't. Because then everybody would be trying to guess who it is. And, um, you know. It's a loophole. And then they might guess right. And then it would just, uh, you know, I don't know. But I wouldn't. But I didn't. I haven't. I mean, that's an honest answer. And I probably wouldn't either. Um, unless it would. I don't know. I don't know what the unless is. You never know what the in, you never know what the unless is. Unless until it, it happens. was a drunk blowjob yeah, bathroom yeah, 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 yeah. situation. Yeah, but, but no. Do you think it would be inappropriate for you? Yes. Because the power dynamic. <laughs> yes. Well, no, well not, not to have sex, but but the, to make the first move. Yes. Because if the other person made the first move, I don't see a problem. I do. You have been uh, working I, on this for twenty one years. I, to say I, it. I do. I see. I see a problem. Um, it, it, I mean, if it, if it's a host, um, and uh, actually, if it's anybody, you know, like maybe, I don't know. I can't. Th- I can't think of it. Maybe a guest. I. You know what I mean? But like, not anyone involved in the organization. I'm the, I'm the executive director. I can't do that. You know what I mean? Because it's like there's nobody. I mean, it just sounds really fucking grandiose, but like. I have more power than everybody. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a power dynamic there anyway. So no, I'm not, I would not do that. What if they were like, fuck you, I don't respect your authority. Now let's have sex. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that sounds like the perfect person for you. <laughs> um, I mean, I might, I might, I, you know, I might, I, I might do it, but then I would have to ask them to leave. <laughs> <laughs> we found the unless. They would have to quit. We found your unless. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unless it was their last day. Yeah. On air. <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll have to invite them here because this is the show to do that. Yeah, that's so I've heard. Yeah. Well, we've got privacy curtains now. I uh, know. Face Girl, will you uh, pull up the article that was not a YouTube thing? Because I can't find, I can't see anything. Sure. Glasses to find my exact note on that. Just give me a minute to remind the internet I wish to use it. Uh, that's not a Facebook? Not YouTube. Oh, the closet? No. Mm, there's nothing here besides that that's not YouTube. What? Yeah. It's Closet, Richard Hell, Richard Hell. Really? You may have, yeah. I think I sent you the wrong thing. Yeah, and then there's just a picture of a woman having sex. Is that Can it? you okay. do a Google search on Dylan McWilliams? All right. This is fun, guys, for you at home. We're it using. is. Uh, tell us about uh, uh, frequency theory. Uh, okay, so, so for you, well... Frequency Theory is my show that I do every Thursday night from 8 to 10 p.m. And, uh, you know, it's when you start a radio show, like I used to do a radio show at B-Box Radio, and it was on a very, it was like a a talk and music show. It was like Mm -hmm. all about remix. So I would talk to remix artists and, you know, in the visual, you know, visual, visual music, art, whatever. Uh, and then we would have music that had, you know, samples that we would talk about or whatever. Uh, but when you do a strictly music show, I sort of started it not knowing what it was going to be. And I was like, well, I love music enough that I have enough music that, you know, will last me for this radio show. But one thing you quickly realize is that your music does not last you for a whole radio show. Okay. <laughs> music that you that you like, unless you're somebody like Bob Javors, who does the uh, Black and Blues show on Tuesday, who's like a walking encyclopedia of the blues. And I fucking sh- love blues. His show is amazing. Um, Especially like old blues names like Mississippi Fat Back My Shoes Too Tight Johnson. Was that real? No. Okay. <laughs> But so, so slowly my, and I used to have guests on it and whatever to kind of fill the time and slowly the show changed into, you know, sort of like, well, what music do I like? What music do I like, like discovering new music of? 
And what pop. I just dis- and well, not pop. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. And, and what I what I discovered is that I like me similar to sort of my remix show. I like music that exists at the intersection of different genres. You know what I mean? Like, you know, a reggae hip hop song or like that kind of thing. And so that tends to be what my the music that I play. And there's a lot of like because jazz has such a huge influence on like all music. Um, so there's a lot of jazz and jazz influenced stuff. And jazz itself was a blend of you know, sort of everything that came before it. And uh, so I play a lot of, I do play a lot of uh, jazz, new jazz, uh, hip hop, um, a lot of experimental shit. And, uh, and then I do language. And then I do in the middle of every show, I do a segment called discover this cover, which is I play anywhere between like five and seven co- covers <laughs> that, that I recently discovered that I thought were cool. Right. So, and that's another way that, sort of music intersects with each other as people doing cover or you know i like to i don't like straight covers like covers that sound just like the original Mm -hmm. i like covers that are total reinterpretations of a song like uh, postmodern jukebox yes i I do i've I've played a lot of postmodern jukebox yeah yeah, on my show beautiful stuff so um and so and now actually i enjoy it more than I did when I first started because when I first started I was like I'm just playing my music and my music was like I just knew it all and then as I went on I was sort of like I have to kind of discover new music each week yeah to sort of to fit my you know quote-unquote format and that to me is the most rewarding part of doing the show is sort of discovering new music and going oh wow this is really fucking cool you know and playing that on my show um and then that sort of you know, try weaving it all together into something that is a whole. It's not just song, 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 song. I take a lot of time to sort of, you know, build mixes that are, you know, sometimes you know sometimes the cuts are seamless, um, and sometimes they're more you know heavy-handed. But um, it's something that I really enjoy doing is taking these sort of disparate parts and putting them together and making a, a something that can exist on its own. I wonder how many shows that started like from season one on Radio Free Brooklyn have changed a great deal from have evolved. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This show is a lot different than it was in the beginning. I think a lot. Yeah, I mean, I, because I mean, you have an idea when you're doing radio that it's going to be this one thing. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I have this great idea, and then like anything that radio is social, it's community based, and like anything like that, it changes depending at well, you change first of all, but then. You have guests on your show. You have different kinds of guests, and they sort of they can also shape, you know, what your show sounds like. Think, Did you find the uh, article? Yeah, okay. I think that's what happened to you. Like you were doing a format, and then you had a guest on, and you were like, "Oh, I'm changing the format after the guest." So like that thing that you're talking about, that symbiotic kind of relationship. Yeah, yeah. Like after uh, I had Adam Smyer on. And he's a friend of mine from junior high school and he just came out with a book and I wanted to present him in the best possible light. And that's not, you know, doing all the ass jokes and shit. Right. Oh, I remember that, that guy, I was here after your show that night, that guy. And this was like right before my cat died. And he was Mm -hmm. like, he he showed me a picture of his, he was a really nice guy. He's a fantastic. And he was like, showed me a picture of his cat on his phone that recently passed away. I don't know how recently, but. Um, yeah, he seemed really nice. And I was listening to your show kind of through the walls. When you're sitting in the other room, you don't need to tune in because you can hear mm-hmm. everything over there. Um, and it was a really good interview. But it, and it was. It was different than most of the stuff I've heard on your show. 
Yeah, there's like maybe two other episodes that I know of that were kind of different. And that was the Mario De La Casa mm-hmm. and uh, Robert Downey. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Downey called. He called in, right? Yeah. Or you yeah, we him. did a phone interview. Yeah, yeah. Because he wasn't going to Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. no. He's freaking 80 years old. My yeah, favorite. and he's Robert Downey. He doesn't and he's Robert Downey. He doesn't he have, have to go, go fucking anywhere. Yeah. He can hang out on Downey Street. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, my favorite was, uh, you'll edit that out, right? Ooh, it's live. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, what are you doing with your life? What is this show? <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what are the odds of getting bit by both a bear and a shark? <laughs> What? Yeah. When a bear bites a human skull, it makes the news. There's an old saying out there that lightning doesn't strike twice, meaning that if an exceedingly unlucky or lucky thing happens to you once, don't worry about it happening again because it probably won't. But that metaphorical lightning did strike twice for 20-year-old Dylan McWilliams, who was bitten by a shark while surfing in the waters of Kauai, Hawaii, just a few days ago. That's bad enough on its own. But last year, he was the victim of a bear attack while working in a summer camp in Colorado. Each of these events happened extremely rarely. And so it seems like both of these things happening to Dylan in the span of less than 12 months is astronomically unlikely. But is that true? Let's take a look into the science and math of probability to find uh, out. Oh, this gosh. Is this, is, this is the wrong. This ar- is yeah, Forbes. this is totally wrong. Yeah. yeah maybe I mean, Fox yeah, will be yeah, what you want. Yeah. Well, anyway, this guy, he, he got. He got he and got, a snake. Yeah, yeah, that, that that was the topper for it. Yeah, that he also got bit by a rattlesnake. So col- that that whole thing. Hey, they left a beer that in the fridge, and I, I'm taking it. Take nice. it. A Colorado man achieved a distinction last week that few people would probably want to match. When Dylan McWilliams was bitten by a shark Thursday in Hawaii, it meant that he had been bitten by a shark, a bear, and a rattlesnake in less than four years. I don't know, McWilliams told the Honolulu Star Advertiser on Friday. I'm either really lucky or really unlucky. Um, <laughs> I know this guy smokes a lot. <laughs> Not surprisingly, the twenty-year-old from Grand Junction says he spends a lot of time outdoors. In Thursday's attack, about fifty yards from Shipwreck's Peak, uh, McWilliams suffered deep cuts. Oh, like your 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 music, deep cuts, deep cuts, yeah, to one of his legs. But the injury wasn't life-threatening. The scariest part was swimming back. He told the news outlet adding that he was hoping the shark wouldn't continue following the trail of blood from his legs. You want me to keep going? Nah. All right. We get it. We get it. <laughs> the article, the, the, the one that I sent, that I thought I sent you. Was hilarious. Was fucking funny, the yeah. way they put it together. But this uh, obviously was oh, not. Shit. Oh, I'm so, oh, I thought we had a caller. So my bad. <laughs> I'm the fucking. I have to take the call. Yeah. No, do I? On yeah. speaker. Okay. It's a rule that we just made. It's a rule. <laughs> RFB, this is Tom. Hello? Are you on speaker? Yeah, it's on speaker. RFB, this is Tom. Here, do you want this? Hello? RFB, hello? No, I don't need that. It's Weird. it's on speaker. It's Well, we'll never know. It must be it must be a but everything is call. working so well. Nobody butt calls RFB though. Who who butt calls that number? No, somebody did butt call my show. Oh really? Yeah. So <laughs> my theory is it's the same person. So shout out to Jeff Howe. How you doing? Is it Jeff Howe? I don't know. Uh, I think it is. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> That's my theory. You know he's listening. Yeah. He. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure is. I hope. He posted on my timeline today. Oh yeah. What did he say? Uh, it was just like a car. It was a comic. Yeah, nice. About kids who were 
emulating Trump. Oh. Yeah. Huh, interesting. With, with like Barbie dolls going like, I'm going to grab you by the pussy. Kids were like really Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, well, no, 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 no. It was a cartoon. So oh, okay. it was like, this is the fallout from, yeah. you know, the election. Putting him right. in the right. White House. Yeah. I think Jeff Howe might tag me on a daily. Oh, really? Yeah, I think wow. we have that relationship. Wow. Uh, yeah, he and I have not uh, moved on to the daily yet. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did post recently, uh, do you want to hear my stupid drunk thoughts about you? And uh, he did post. Oh, I saw that post today. And then I was kind of like, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. You could have written that. No, I don't. Yeah. That two people said that they do not want to know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I only got through like some of the list before I was no longer yeah. <laughs> on there. Yeah. It actually was more like a nope. Yeah. <laughs> Move on to the next. Next. Yep. Next. Next. Yep. I imagine that's how you deal with all of my things that come up in your newsfeed. Nope. Nope. <laughs> no, nope. no, no. I comment on some of them. I don't think that's true. I, I, I know I have, but, any, but comment, anyway. You might comment out loud, but I don't oh. think it ever makes it to the... Uh, that's probably it. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah. <laughs> I'm commenting. You just don't if, hear it. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone is still listening... <laughs> you can call us at 718-928-9732. Use your butt. After this shit show of everything that's been falling apart, starting with my glasses right before the show. I'm sorry. It's my fault. Listening. It's my fault. It has to be my No, fault. it's me. I've been having a day. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Okay. I had a fight with an MTA employee and called to complain. I never follow through on wow wow yeah. you followed through I let's did. hear it i called lyft to complain about a driver the other day and i never do that either what was the but well be- i didn't even meet him he did he like i was late for my class that i teach in new jersey and i called this lyft and it was like it's coming in 18 minutes and i was like oh, i'm gonna be late yeah and he's like three minutes away he calls me and he's like i'll be right there and uh, he's like, where are you going? I said, New Jersey City University. And like, then he hung up and like two seconds later, it was like the driver canceled. Wow. And I was like, they're not allowed to even ask you, you know? Yeah. And uh, and I was like, that is so, I mean, I used to drive Lyft and, and Uber and all this. And I was like, that's so against the rules. I was like, this guy is made, just made me late for class and I'm going to fuck with him. <laughs> And you so, emailed, right? Uh, no, no, no. I, I called Lyft. They're, you can find their contact number if you dig dig far enough. They don't make it easy. No. No, they make it really, really hard. I know because I've never found the number. No, it's in there, but you have to you have to dig around. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and do that, but I've yeah. I've only had to email them. They get back to me really quickly, so that's good. So this class that uh, yeah. Tom teaches, he he asked not too long ago, by a show of hands, how many people were on Facebook. Yeah. And surprisingly few mm-hmm. and so he asked well why and they said facebook is for old people yep yep <laughs> yeah this guy, kids like ah facebook's like and, and you could tell he was like uncomfortable because he didn't want me to call me old you know but he yeah. was like it's for like you know like old people <laughs> yeah damn no so and, I, did that and I was like i don't know but i felt like i should have known that and i didn't so uh because, you know, I mean, I, I teach media and I used to be like the director of social media at VH1. I should know when Facebook has gotten to, VH1 you know. VH1 is for old people. Yeah. Well, VH1 <laughs> is for old people. Exactly. Exactly. I, yeah. So like when, when I read this article about the cry closet wait, at the University yeah. of Utah, which it does exist. There's a cry closet in the library of the University of Utah. And my first thing, the first thing I thought of was we're over coddling. But then that is what my generation thinks of this generation. That's the first thing they think of. So I asked my girlfriend because she's 12. 
Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Whatever. Because she is she is a millennial. Right. And uh and she made a very good point. She said, um, most of the suicides, at least at NYU, have occurred at the library. Well, yeah, they had to put but the that, glass. But you've been in the NYU library, right? Like Escher. It is. And it's like they have like balconies surrounding it for like 12 floors. And it's like when you look off of those balconies, all you want to do is dive into that <laughs> fucking... <laughs> it's, I mean, it. it's like, I remember because I used to work at the library. This was my first job in New York. It was a work study thing when I was oh, at wow. NYU. And I worked at that library and I was like, oh my God. I'm not suicidal. It's like one of those things. No, it's like, you know, it's like somehow sometimes when train comes, trains come, you have like this urge to le- leap in front of it. Like not no. like a real urge. <laughs> you don't? No. I do. I've jokingly done it just to mess with but people. But my thing is when I'm up on on my roof or yeah. on some balconies, I'm really afraid of That's, jumping. Actually, I heard it's yeah. because we wish to be weightless and we know that like doing that would make us weightless. It's not that we want to die. No, it's because I'm depressed. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah there, there, I mean, there's, there's just something that, that is attractive about doing something you're 100% not supposed to do, but would be so easy to do. My life. You know? Right. Exactly. <laughs> And All like, I mean, I, I don't, I, I worry about falling. I don't worry about jumping. Yeah. I'm terrified of being at heights. I, I hate heights. I'm, I'm the worst. I will like, if I'm on a rooftop party, I'll always be like at least three feet away from the edge. Even if there's like a wall. I was on the know? roof yeah. with uh, the roof of my building with my girlfriend and there was a chair towards the, towards the wall of the, towards the edge of the roof. She gets up on the chair. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. I was no. like, please, please come down right now. Please. <laughs> I'm begging you. Please come down. Right. Please, please, right. please. Yeah. And she did because she loves me. Uh-huh. And, yeah. I, and I used the right number of pleases. Yeah. I, I was I took this Italian friend of mine who was staying with me to see Bruce Springsteen at MetLife Center. And we were literally in like nosebleed seats. Like, wait, and, and I, even that, there, I was just like, <laughs> you know, because it's like those that it's a really steep rake on those things. Yeah. You know, and you feel like you could just fall like right out into the into the field. Have you been to the east, the new subway stations on the east side, the queue? Uh, I've been only to 96th Street. OK. Have you like, you know, that escalator or whatever? Like there's a moment where I'm, I'm like freaking out because it's just on. Oh, on 96. Yeah. On the 96th stop. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. It messes with my head. Yeah. I always deep. walk on the escalators, though. I never, I never just stand on them. So I'm always sort of, more, you know, occupied. Yeah. I never understood just standing on an escalator. I don't know. I think walking <laughs> would fuck with my head. Too oh, much. really? Yeah. I'm always, I'm I always, I'm always like, what do you got? Like, this is not a ride <laughs> <laughs> at Disneyland, you know? And it's just stairs that move. You know what I mean? So it's like use the stairs, and it just gets you, you there faster, a little faster. Yeah. yeah. So once again this week, uh, Catherine, well, more than once, inappropriate use of the Say Something song. Oh, really? You're yeah. calling me out? Yeah, if you could cue that up. Yeah. I've got it at the ready since I've got it in my messages from you and to you <laughs> <laughs> over and over again. So is it okay if we talk about your... Uh... Yeah, I don't care. He's not listening. Okay, you're getting evicted. Oh, that. I didn't know that's what we were talking about. Okay. And so you sent him the Say Something song. My landlord? Your landlord. I didn't really. I just told you that. Oh, damn it. That was so funny. <laughs> I know. So you you haven't heard the Say Something song? I, I don't think so. Shit just happened. Say Something song is like, you're really Say in love. Say something. I'm, gi- what I'm giving up on you. 
I what, hate what, you. What is going on with your phone? It's not. It's just this place. This place does this. I'm going to go a different way because... Ah, folks, if you like what you're hearing and you want to support <laughs> yeah. the, show, the show, if you want to support the station, oh yeah, go to uh, RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash pledge. Dot org. Dot org. No wonder really? we haven't gotten you, that You any. haven't read the boards lately. I, I call the time. And if you want to support this show... Go to rfb.nyc slash s. That's rfb.nyc slash s. Yeah, we don't use rfb.nyc yet. Uh, Damn it. Yeah. Something. What? That's why we're not getting any. <laughs> That's why we have no... Uh, nobody. You guys really got to keep up. Yeah, wow. I, I go to the Facebook thing every day. Yeah, it works, but you. but we don't... Because for branding reasons, we don't use... The only time we use rfb.nyc is on Twitter. Hmm. Because it's short. I uh, okay, you can't read the on-air read, so that's fine. Because if you have broken glasses, you have a good excuse. Getting back to uh, being out of touch. Back to the... Um, something wow. I'm giving up on you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And I am feeling so sad. I hate this. I'm so glad this, you're hearing this for the first time with us. Watch the video too, Christina. Oh God, no! Yeah, she found and them, loved it. We'll stumble and fall. Someone said this to me I'm after they broke up with me. Yeah, that makes no sense. Just starting to crawl. It's about to get. It's about to get deep. Say something. I'm giving up on you. Can you turn down my headphones, please? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'm sorry that I couldn't get to you. <laughs> but you broke up with me. Yeah. Anywhere <laughs> I would have followed you. Uh, but you didn't because I was still wanting to be with you and then you broke up with me say something I'm giving up on you and I you were crying <laughs> I was crying I'm not crying I was looking at something on the scene you're the Cheering up a little bit. Yeah. No, no, because this song, you know, it does that to people. It's I cried on the, I cried on the way over here. Did you really? Yeah, because. Uh... <laughs> Say something. I'm giving up on you. <laughs> and I'm sorry that I couldn't get to you. <laughs> Say something. 
We're assholes. <laughs> Tom's hands are crossed. His body language is don't, hilarious. Don't ever do that to me again. He's so angry. <laughs> On air read. All sides? Just read whatever, whichever one you want for right now. You okay. Three times per hour. You're listening to... No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not verbatim. Okay. Uh, let's see. You got to say we're listening oh, to Radio Free Brooklyn, though, three times an hour. I think yeah. we've done it twice now. I just said it. You're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. You're listening to Radio Free no. Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I'm always doing the bare minimum. Um, general communication is that you can listen to on the go. That's not the verbatim. Damn rate. it. All right. right. Did you know that Radio Free Brooklyn has a free iPhone and an Android app? You no longer need to be chained to your computer to listen. Just download the Radio Free Brooklyn app from the App Store or Google Play so you can listen to independent community radio wherever you go. You can find the iPhone app by going to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash iPhone. And the Android app is available at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash Android. So download the app today and listen to RFB wherever you are. See, this is how I encourage people to not read verbatim, is I give them really cheesy verbatim copy. Really? And I just encourage you to do it in your own words. Hey, we have an iPhone app and, a, and an Android app. Get it. Go get it. Go. So I think I know why you were crying on the way over here. Uh, probably not specifically, but probably generally. Uh, I asked Tom to be on the show because we are also starting to tackle some serious stuff. And recently, Tom lost his cat. Of how many years? He was only 10. Baz, right? Only 10. He was only 10, yeah. Which is part of the sort of the tragedy of it. You know what I mean? It's that, and and sort of the associated guilt, that sort of could I have done more? You know what I mean? Should I have taken him to the vet sooner? So when you lose a cat that's older, I mean, I feel like you don't have that. Because I've lost cats that are older, and you don't have that you know, associated guilt with it. Um, and when he's younger, you do because you think it's your fault somehow. And, uh, you know, he died of kid kidney failure. And even the vet was like, look, he could have just, you know, he could have had dodgy kidneys right from the beginning, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and but I, he, he had started getting skinnier like I don't know, around Christmas, you know, sort mm -hmm. of around that, that time. And I was like and he was kind of chunky. So I was like, oh, good. He's getting skinnier, Aww, <laughs> you know, yeah. and uh, uh, but then he just like as we got into the new year, he was getting like skinnier and skinnier. And so finally, like in March, I was like, dude, I got to I got to take you in. And uh, and I did. And his like kidney levels were off the chart. And I was just, you know, you know, again, it's just it's the it's the guilt. And I and then I, you know, I tried for a few weeks, you know, doing treatment. And well, you know, what was weird about it is that he wasn't acting sick. Until I took him to the vet. Mm. And then he started like acting like immediately. And my friend Jen um, told me that when her dog died, it was exactly the, she did exactly the same thing. Like she didn't act sick until she, she took her to the vet. And then it's almost like the animals are like, oh, okay. Jig is up. Jig's up. Yeah. <laughs> you got me. I'm sick. Yeah, they don't want to show it. Yeah. And then, and then, and then he did. And it was, it was probably also like a, like, Part of the partly the treatment you know what i mean like when a cancer patient gets chemotherapy they get really yeah. super sick and so 
I had to give him antibiotics in case it was like an underlying infection. And I think that that really just made him, him worse. And he just wasn't, you know, he stopped eating and, uh, and it was like the saddest thing. I mean, he would just, he'd be so thirsty and he would sit at his bowl, but you could tell he felt nauseous and he couldn't drink because he would just sort of like hang his head over the bowl. Like I want this water and I can't cause I just feel too sick. And he started eating kitty litter cause they do that because they, they become anemic. And they become iron deficient, but they can't like they can't tolerate their food, so they eat it because it has iron in it. Oh no! And uh, it just got really, really, really sad. And that treatment wasn't working. And I was giving them these supplements. I was giving him antibiotics. I was putting him on a low protein diet, which the vet recommended, which I'm actually not sure was the best thing to do. But I know a lot of vets do that. Um, and after a few weeks, I was just like, I called the vet and I was like, he's not responding to anything and he's not eating any, you know, and they were like, well, you know, I believe in quality of life and yeah, so it's not easy. It's not. I mean, the last cat I had that went, it was very sudden and it was, uh, so sort of like ripping the bandaid off this one. I had like a, a week that I knew he was going to get put down. But a few weeks before that, where I was pretty sure. So I'm glad I had that, you know? That knowledge. I got to take him outside again. You know what I mean? He loved going outside just out on the balcony. And I got to do that. And I got to sort of, like, talk to him and have him sit with me. And, you know. So it was. And, and so the reason I actually was crying on the way over here was just as I was on my way out of the apartment, I checked my mail. And I got the card, the obligatory card from the vet. Yes. I've, you know, you get, you, I have a collection. You, right. You get them and it's like, I mean, and you know, it's like, it's, I mean, they, all the vets sign it and whatnot. And they, I'm so sorry for your loss. He was a great cat. And, you know, most of them are people I haven't met. And you know that they just do this like every Friday. They just have a, like a half an hour of card signing that, that goes out. So it's basically like a rubber stamp, but it still gets me. You know what I mean? It's still like, because it reminds you of, you know, and uh, so, yeah, and I keep the cards, too. Mm-hmm. And I keep the I keep the notices that you get, which I haven't gotten yet from the from the cremation place. And I got uh, sent the paw prints and clay. Oh, uh, you got the, you got the clay paw prints. I don't I don't do that. I don't get I don't get the ashes or the paw prints, but I understand that. I didn't ask for them. Oh, really? They just yeah. sent them to you. Yeah. Oh, oh, OK. Wow. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, did he did your cat go to Pet Meadow? No, no. Oh, okay. uh, in my family, uh, cats go one of two places or any animal that passes. My mother has a house up in Cold Spring. Oh, and, okay. and we will, there, there are lots of pets that right. we have lost that are, yeah. that are buried there or their ashes. Yeah. And, but more often than not, if it's ashes, it goes on a special place that's still in our home. Right. Okay. See, I, I don't, I, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't do the remains, but. Every, so I do the I do the like group creation or cre- creation cremation or whatever you call it um, mass cremation. But like there's this place Pet Meadow where like probably ninety percent of the animals in New York City get sent, and it's just like it's so funny because it sounds like this lovely you know like no. oh it's a meadow out somewhere that's that's and you know it's just like a factory with a smokestack. Oh, you know? It's like a yeah. an animal killing you know place, but whatever. I mean, it's, but that's the thing is like, that's why I don't even care about the remains because it's not him. You know, he's not in the remains. 
That's just a it's just a shell. You weren't in the room for it. Oh, I was. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I mean, but I don't. I'm, I'm not in the room when they cremate it. Yeah, they, yeah. they take it away, and that was another thing that was really hard. Was this is the first time I ever had it done at home, and I spent oh. way more money than I even have. You know what I mean? Like, but I was like, I can't. I don't want him to have to go in the vet to the vet and lay on a table and him be scared and freaked out. So I got a vet to come to my house. And um, so I got to kind of like lay with him on the bed and and like it was weird because like he never really came on my bed unless I was in it. And he had been sitting in the windowsill all morning. And when the vet came, he, he came right down onto the bed and he laid down. Oh, wow. You know, so he's kind of like he knew why she was coming. Oh, that's so sad. And, uh, and so I, you know, I laid with him and I talked to him. And after she gave him the sedative, I waited till he was, you know, asleep, which is freaky because they don't close their eyes when they go to sleep like that, when they get the sedative. So it's just like, you know, they're asleep when they, their eyes stop tracking you. Oh, wow. And then I was like, I don't want to be in the room when you stop his heart, you know? So I... Sorry. I uh, I left the room for that. <clears throat> and then uh I came back in and she you know she w- actually vet wanted me to see him and she wanted me to hold him. Which is sounds weird, but I know why they do it. You know what I mean? Like you want to it becomes real, you know? And uh like the like when my dad died, my you know, my, my stepmother, we, my family, they just cremate people. You know what I mean? We don't, you know, we have memorial services. We don't have wakes or anything like that. And his wife, my stepmother comes from a very like, she wasn't Catholic, but her whole heritage was this Irish Catholic tradition uh, to have a wake. And uh, so we went to this wake and it was the first time I had ever seen like, a, like a body laid out like that. And, it, you know, nonetheless, my father and uh, and it was really freaky, but I understand now why the why they have those, because it ha- you know it becomes it becomes real. Closure. Yeah, I mean it's not even closure because there's never closure on these kinds of things. You never like get over these things. You just learn to live with them. Uh, but it was something that just sort of it makes it very very concrete and very real world for you otherwise you like and this happened with my last cat i was sort of like well maybe they maybe she's not dead you know what i mean like maybe like maybe the euthanasia didn't take and they have her there somewhere or maybe she's going to come back you know and it's Mm -hmm. like it's totally irrational but it's the kind of thing that that goes through your head and when you've when you've you know, held him and he's, and he's gone and you can tell he's gone. He's heavier. You know what I mean? Or something. I don't know. He's, he's not, it's the absence of life is very palpable. And, uh, and that's what she wanted, you know? And she was also very, I'm sorry if I'm taking too much time. Not Not at all. Uh, she was also very kind of comfortingly matter of fact, like less emotional and kind of anthropomorphizing than we tend to be, you know, and she was talking about how much they live in the moment and they, that they don't fear death. And, uh, and she's like, that's the wonder one of the wonderful things about being a cat is you live in this eternal now, you know, and even when he's, he's drifting off to sleep, he's not afraid. 
and uh, and that is kind of beautiful, you know, that um, and comforting to know that he didn't have the fear. And she was just like, yeah, you know, I mean, I was like, did he know he was dying? And she's like, no, he just he just knew he had what felt like a really bad hangover for a long time, <laughs> you know, and uh, and she's like, and you helped him, you know, so. And then she she made me bring the other cat. My he has a sister. They were litter mates, and she's like, bring the other cat in, um, and you know, let her see him, and smell him. And and so she went on the bed, and she really just like took like a couple sniffs of him, and then just jumped off the bed. And I told her I was like, oh, she didn't care, you know. She's like, no, no, that's just what they do. That's what they do. And again, it's like they're very much in the moment. And the other cat's like, oh, he's he's gone now. You said that she started acting. But then afterwards, right. Well, I mean, because the whole dynamic in the apartment changes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There were three and now there are two. So therefore, by just, you know, naturally, my relationship with her changes. And uh, and that's weird for me. It's weird for her. You know, it's like now it's just the two of us. And I don't, she doesn't have to split her attention. But at the same time, the, the other cat that was there when I went away when I left the house in the morning isn't there anymore she's just all by herself even if they didn't like each other very much with which they sort of didn't but they were there you know what I mean they they were a presence for each other and that is really freaking her out it still freaks her out a little bit she's much more needy um she's much more sort of craving of my attention and needs to kind of always be touching me like having like sleeping with her head on my arm or my leg or even when she's sleeping on the you know edge of the couch she reaches her paw down and just like has it on my shoulder like you know like you're not going anywhere right because <laughs> you're the last one left <laughs> if it's you yeah. there's no one yeah right exactly i know i was probably a bitch but now i realize <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so anyway so that's why i was crying on the way of course. Thank you so much for sharing and for being so open about this. Because sure. it's like, you know, I've been through it so many times. And like the last time I went through it, I swore I would never have. You, a, always, a you, always, you always do that. I yeah. said, I said, there's no way I'm getting it after I've had cats, dogs, turtles, you name it. I've had them. This is me in relationships. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, yeah. And after Scout Moon Pie, I was like, that's it. I am not. I'm not going through this again. Unless one follows me home, which doesn't happen anymore in Greenwich Village. And what the fuck happens? <laughs> exactly Allie right. shows up outside my window. And then I get a duplicate Allie named Tony. Yes, you do. Wow. Yeah, you know, and I, I, I may, she, I mean, she, my living cat does not really like other animals very much. So, but at the same time, she's like super lonely during the day. I know this. So... I mean, I'm I'm certainly not going to do it probably for another year, but I mean, I may try to find somebody who can at least be somewhat of a companion for her. And I think, too, as she gets older, she'll chill out a bit. Yeah. Have you considered um, those like those boxes that you can watch your pet? Your pet can like follow a laser and you can give them treats. Uh, no, I haven't. Cause that might if she doesn't like other animals, maybe that would be the way to kind of. I could get her an AI cat. Yeah. <laughs> then yeah. she'll be like, this, this, I, this I'm so okay we're, with. we're dedicating yeah. this show to... Sebastian. And Piglet. And Piglet, yes. Piglet uh, was a cat that my my brother adopted and died this week oh, no. at the age of 21. Wow. 21 years that's old. That's a good long line. That's, that's yeah. yeah. And, and it's a completely different situation. Yeah. Because 
you know, when, when, when you lose a cat that you're used to coming home to every day, they're there all the time. It's just such a different situation. And, you know, I, I, you know, helped give fluids when yep. she got ill, but I yeah. still, it wasn't a, I wasn't there all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but still love Piglet very much. Yeah, and, I had to give, and, I had to and, give Sebastian fluids too, and it's like he didn't like it. You know, of course not. Yeah, mm-hmm. nope. Eternal Now. I think we that's have the name of the episode. Eternal yeah. Now. Yeah. I'm going to write that down. Uh, okay, now this seems weird to say, but stuff you want to promote. <laughs> really? I know. Uh, we have four minutes left. Well, and that's since like we didn't do all the on air reads, I would like to promote the Radio Free Brooklyn newsletter, <laughs> uh, which is at radiofreebrooklyn.org slash newsletter. And uh, you can, they actually have rehashed or refabbed the newspaper, the newspaper, the newsletter recently, uh, Angelica and Ori, and it is fantastic. And they do interviews with, you know, uh, hosts and volunteers. And it's like, it's super interesting and fun. So RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash dot org slash newspaper so newsletter. Jesus. <laughs> um, I get one it. Beer, you want folks. print. You yeah, want print. I, I know. Uh, and yeah, so that's what I'm going to promote. Best girl. Uh, tonight, I'll be hosting karaoke with the Kings of Karaoke in Woodside. Check out the Kings of Karaoke and find out where we are exactly. Um, I think it's like the halfway something. Halfway station. I don't even know. But it's in Woodside. Check it out. Kings of Karaoke. Also Woodside, every, Queens? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. From 9 to 1. And then every other Sunday, come check me out at Satanic Bingo. It is canceled for tomorrow, but it'll be back in three weeks. And you can find shit about me at faceboy.com. It's that simple. Faceboy.com. Please give to Planned Parenthood if you've got some money. The ACLU, they need your shit. And the Red Cross. Coming up next on Radio Free Brooklyn is Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel. Next week, we're going to explore what it's like to be ignored from the cradle until age seven. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Also, check out FreeDariusNow.com. Darius McCollum. FreeDariusNow.com. Here's all the stuff we didn't get to. This is like becoming one of my favorite parts of the show. The part where you say all the things we didn't do. Yeah, all the subjects we didn't get to. It's a metaphor for life. What work did you do with Seika? Oh, yeah. We didn't get to that. Okay, next time. Neckbeards. Oh. I don't, I don't no, know. Don't. Okay, yeah. yeah. Cosby. Oh, my God. Oh. Hannibal Barres, who started at my open mic. Uh-huh. Can't really get to that. Wow. Richard Hell of the Voidoids. Good topic. ABBA. You know them? Richard Hell? Sure. Yeah, of course. He's dreamy. I mean, I was a punk rock kid. I have a first a- new song for 35 I mean, years. Oh, fuck. Oh, old family friend of mine, Jan Xavier, played bass for oh, okay. Richard Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Love Comes in Spurs. Didn't your brother do a cover of a Voidite song? Yes, Betrayal Takes Two. Yeah, that's right. A typo turns Angus beef into anus beef. Nice. Amazing you didn't lead with that. Tom Tenney went to clown school. I did. I wrote a poem called I in response to a teacher that said I use the word I too much in poetry and writing. (laughs) (laughs) That's you. That's very you. Tune in each and every Saturday at 7 p.m. for Art Star Scene Radio. Thank you all so much for listening. There was another recall. Yeah? Yes, there was. I forgot to say this. Okay, this is a common thing. Is it fatal? It is fatal. You will die if you do not know about this. You will absolutely die. So the thing you want to get rid of 